Hello and welcome to episode 3 of Coaching from the Couch podcast. Today I'm going to be giving my picks for the NHL awards. Um, This isn't necessarily who I think will win, but this is if I had a vote who I would vote for and who I think should win. Um, As of today, it is June 3rd, so the Jack Adams was already awarded to Daryl Sutter of the Calgary Flames, who led them to a Pacific Division title and a 50-21-11 record. Personally, I think it should have been Gerard Gallant who won it. I mean, the Rangers were not expected to really be a team that would be as high up as they were, even making the playoffs was just their expectation and they're in the Eastern Conference Finals up one game to nothing. And I mean even Brunette who led the Florida Panthers to a 58-18 and 6 record have and they won the President's Trophy even though they disappointed in the playoffs. The coach of the year award is a regular season award. So I don't see really how Daryl Sutter could be be the winner i guess i guess maybe because of the turnaround but also the rangers had a really big turnaround the rangers missed the playoffs last year and now they're one of the final four teams remaining and they were one of the top 10 teams in the league when they were just hoping for maybe playoffs this year regardless of that though i personally would have voted for gerard gallant but the award was already announced to be have gone to daryl sutter so congratulations to daryl sutter on a great year and now let's move on to the awards that have not been picked yet and i will give my thoughts on who i think should win again this is who i would vote for if i had a vote not who i think will win first up is the norris trophy which goes to the best defenseman in the league first up our finalists we have cal mccarr with 77 games played 28 goals 58 assists and 86 points we have Victor Hedman, 82 games played, 20 goals, 65 assists, 85 points. And Roman Yossi, 80 games played, 23 goals, 73 assists, 96 points. Makar, who averaged a 25-40 ice time. Hedman, who averaged a 25-05 ice time. And Yossi, who averaged 25-33 ice time. Personally, I think this award is between Makar and Yossi. Hedman had a great season, yes, but I mean, Yossi, to be able to have 28 goals as a defenseman, it's just unreal, and every time he steps on the ice, he completely changes the game. Although, I my vote personally is going to be for Roman Yossi. He almost had a 100-point season, and I mean, the Preds do not make the playoffs without Roman Yossi. Let's be real here. Roman Yossi has been a staple of that team for years now, and this year he proved that he is still a top five defenseman in the league, in my opinion. And I think if any of these any of these three guys can win it, but I just I would personally vote for Roman Yossi. His season was insane, and he was more important to that Nashville team than I think people realize. And so my vote would be for the 96-point man, Roman Yossi. And although I would not be surprised if Makar wins it, and I wouldn't be opposed if Makar wins it, but I just think it is Roman Yossi's trophy to lose. And next up, moving on to who the defensemen play in front of is the Vesna Trophy. 
First off is Jacob Markstrom in 63 games. He had a 37, 15, and 9 record, a 2.22 goals against, and a 9.22 save percentage. UC Saros, who in 67 games played, had a 38, 25, and 3 record with 4 shutouts, a 2.64 goals against, and a 9.18 save percentage. Markstrom, by the way, had 9 shutouts. And lastly, Igor Shesterkin, who had 53 games played, 36, 13, and 4, 6 shutouts, a 2.07 goals against, and a 9.35 save percentage. I I feel like this is the easiest one to pick, really. I mean, it's Igor Shesterkin, right? I feel like he's miles ahead of the other two. I mean, even the second closest save percentage in just the Vesna is 922. So, I mean, you got to be you got to look at the paper stats and just see that it's Igor. Igor had a historic season. And I just think that this was kind of, I mean, people knew Igor was good, but I think this year was the coming out party for Igor being a bona fide top five, maybe even top three goaltender in the league. And I mean, this year he's the top one goaltender in the league, but I don't think he's the best in the world. I still think that belongs to Andre Vasilevsky, but he outdueled Andre Vasilevsky in game one. So maybe it's a passing of the torch. Ha ha. Probably not, but hey. We can think. But yeah, no. Igor definitely wins this. It's not even close. They just had to name two other guys so that Igor had some semblance of competition. All right. Moving on to the Calder Trophy for the Rookie of the Year. We have Michael Bunting of the Toronto Maple Leafs with 79 games played, 40 or 23 goals, 40 assists, and 63 points. We have Moritz Sider. 82 games played, 7 goals, 43 assists, and 50 points. And lastly, Trevor Zegras, 75 games played, 23 goals, 38 assists, 61 points. Personally, if Michael Bunting wins this, it's a sham. Michael Bunting was eligible to win the Calder by like a game and like two months, I think. So I just, it's baffling that he is even up for this, but... That's regardless of the point. I don't have him winning anyways. I don't think he wins regardless. So my pick is going to be Mo Sider. I just think it is a lot harder to produce as a number one defenseman in your first year than it is as a guy like Trevor Zegras. Not taking anything away from Trevor Zegras, but he is that first line player and he played with a player in Gatslav who's not terrible really. And he had Troy Terry with him as well. Whereas Mo Sider is kind of like the only bright spot on that defense for Detroit. I mean, after Sider, you have a few decent players. You have Hronik, who's not terrible, but I mean, he's not the answer for the future. Lindstrom, Stahl, who was a cap dump by the Rangers, but he did have a pretty decent season for them. Um, And then Danny DeKaiser, who's also not bad, but again, it's just... Sider is really levels ahead of all the defensemen on that blue line. It is a young core. That team is a very young core. Stevie Y is building for that future. And let's face it, if it's anything like Tampa Bay, Detroit will be winning a cup in a matter of three or four years. 
but right now they are still hanging around the bottom of the league. And I just think Mo Sider was such a big bright spot on that blue line and on that team that you can't really give it to anyone else. Although I wouldn't be surprised if Trevor Zegers got it just because of the public interest and public eyes all over him for, with the goals that he scores. But I still think Mo Sider had a bigger impact and a better season overall compared to Trevor Zegris, and Mo Sider really had no help, no real help on the blue line. So I'm going to have to go Mo Sider wins the Calder this year as the Rookie of the Year. All right, and next, moving on to the Hart Trophy, which is different from the Lindsay Trophy in being the Hart is the most important to their team, I guess, is how I look at it, but I, it's... It's all convoluted, but either way, I'm looking at it as more important to their team rather than just best in the league, because I would see best in the league as the Lindsay Trophy, personally, but either way, that's all different. It doesn't affect my pick either way. The finalists for the Hart Trophy have some familiar names and one new name. Austin Matthews, who won it last year with 73 games played, 60 goals, 46 assists, 106 points, also a 50-50 and 50 goal season. McDavid with 80 games played, 44 goals, 79 assists, 123 points. And lastly, Igor Shesterkin, who is the new name on this list, with 53 games played, a 36-13-4 record. Six shutouts, 2.07 goals against, and a 9.35 save percentage. Personally, I think Austin Matthews is going to get it. Who usually, they if you score 60 goals, you're most likely going to win the heart. Let's face it. Although, my vote would be for Igor Shesterkin. The Rangers are nowhere near as successful as they were without Igor. Igor is the backbone of that team. If Igor goes down, that team goes down. The Leafs, do they rely on Austin Matthews heavily? Yes. But would the Leafs be a playoff team without Austin Matthews? Probably. Most likely, yeah. They'd probably be top of their division right around there. So I do think Austin Matthews will win it, but my vote would be for Igor. And, I mean, McDavid, I, McDavid could also just as easily win it, but I just think that Igor and Matthews had such unreal seasons not that McDavid didn't have an unreal season. I mean, 123 points. Um, I just think that Igor and Matthews are kind of the two to beat, and McDavid just kind of had a McDavid-like season, which, I mean, is sad to say that a McDavid-like season doesn't win him the heart, but I just think that the two guys he's up against had such insane seasons that it's between them. I think Austin Matthews is going to win it, but my vote would be for Igor Shesterkin. All right, and I guess moving on from the heart, we will move on to the Lindsay, which is the best player in the league voted on by the players. And our finalists are Roman Yossi, who is a finalist for the Norris as well, with 80 games played, 23 goals, 73 assists, 96 points. Austin Matthews with 73 games played, 60 goals, 46 assists, 106 points. And McDavid, 80 games played, 44 goals, 79 assists, 123 points. I think it's going to be, I would vote for McDavid because McDavid is just the best in the league. But I don't know really 
how players think. I don't know if players will choose Austin Matthews because he want he got sixty goals. I personally think the players will vote McDavid because McDavid is consensus the best player in the league for the most part. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say McDavid wins it, and I would also vote for McDavid because he simply is just the best player in the league. There's no really, there's no one, there's people close, but not close enough to even like for it to be a competition. So I just think McDavid wins it. He's the best player in the league. Players think he's the best player in the league. So how can you really argue against that? All right, and next, moving on to the Selkie Trophy which is awarded to the best two-way player in the league. And the finalists are two who are very known and one new one. We have Alexander Barkov, who had 67 games played, 39 goals, 49 assists, and 88 points. Patrice Bergeron, 73 games played, 25 goals, 40 assists, 65 points. And Elias Lindholm, 82 games played, 42 goals, 40 assists, and 82 points. Um, personally, I think it's Patrice Bergeron. I Patrice Bergeron has been, I mean, the definition of a two-way forward for years now, and he's kind of been the heart and soul of that Bruins team. And I just, I don't think this is the year where he doesn't win it either. And especially if he is facing retirement, there might be some kind of sentiment there. But I would vote for Patrice Bergeron as he has just proven that he is the best two-way forward in the league consistently. And I mean, Barkov has definitely could also win it, but I just think Patrice Bergeron had such a good year defensively that it's hard for me to really pick against him. And I just think that Barkov to be able to doing it at such an old age also and being so consistent into this into his older years has just proven that he is still one of the best if not the best defensive center in the league so yeah Patrice Bergeron wins the Selkie in my opinion and I all that's what my vote would go for and I also I think that's what's gonna happen I just think that Bergeron this is his trophy and really if he does retire or when he does retire let's be honest I think it's time we change it to the Patrice Bergeron award because I mean, it's been years and years and years, and he's always in the running for it, always winning it, always finalist. So let's just let's make the change when he retires and change it to the Bergeron Trophy. Let's be real here. All right, and then moving on to the Lady Bang, which is the Honorable Mention Trophy, or also known as the We Didn't Have Anywhere Else to Put You, but you're a really good player, so we want to honor you somehow. The finalists for that are Kyle Connor with 79 games played, 47 goals, 46 assists, and 93 points. A Next is Jacob Slavin with 79 games played, 4 goals, 38 assists, 42 points. And lastly is Jared Spurgeon, 65 games played, 10 goals, 30 assists, and 40 points. I kind of think it's no question Kyle Connor wins this. Kyle Connor, honestly, like, Kyle Connor had such a good season that he could have been a heart candidate, in my opinion, if the Winnipeg Jets, like, were able to figure it out. Kyle Connor is just insane on that team. For a team that had really, really underperformed expectations to have a season like that, I mean, I just, I can't believe that he's not up for anything, but, I mean, where does he fit, really? 
I mean, maybe the heart, but like that's Matthews, McDavid, and Shesterkin who are all had historical seasons, so it just wasn't there really for the taking. And I mean, I do think Kyle Connor is kind of in the situation where Alexander Barkov was a few years ago, where he's very, very underrated and he's a very large part of his team. And when they win, it's because he usually plays well. And I think in the next few years, we're going to see Kyle Connor getting a lot, a lot of attention, and he's going to start getting the recognition that he does deserve as being a almost 50 goal scorer and almost 100 point player, and it's like nobody's talking about him. So I do think that Kyle Connor will win the Lady Bing Trophy. I just think it is a matter of when, not if, and... It'll be nice to see him get some recognition. All right, and now moving on to the Masterton Trophy. This trophy is awarded to somebody who shows massive perseverance, sportsmanship, and lastly, dedication to hockey and the sport of hockey. And finalists are, I'm not going to give stats because that's really not what this trophy is about at all. It's more about the person, not the player. So I'm not going to give the stats of the player. It doesn't matter. It's not what is needed for this trophy. It's judging the person, not the player. Finalists for this trophy are Zdeno Chara of the New York Islanders, Kevin Hayes of the Philadelphia Flyers, and Carey Price of the Montreal Canadiens. As much as I do love Zdeno Chara, I love what he stands for. I love how he still somehow is playing this many years into his career. I just, the only reason I really think he's there is because of how old he is and how old he's playing at a decent level still. And I just think that they needed a third person, and so they chose Chara. I mean, he's always nominated for it, which is not a bad thing. It's just the other two situations are very, very heavy compared to just playing when you're older. So I just think that Chara isn't really the winner here, but I do respect him for playing so long. Um, so Carey Price, if for those of you who do not know, had a lot of issues coming into the season. I mean, he led Montreal to a Stanley Cup final last season, and he had played lights out for most of the playoffs until, I mean, even during the finals he did, it just... Tampa Bay was too much. Regardless of that situation, though, Carey Price actually on July 22nd had knee surgery, and he was quoted as saying, over the last few years, I've let myself get to a very dark place, and I didn't have the tools I needed to cope with that struggle, said Price. Things had reached a point that I realized I needed to prioritize my health for both myself and my family. Asking for help when you need it is what we encourage our kids to do, and it was what I needed to do. In October, right right around the beginning of the season, Carey Price enlisted himself voluntarily in the NHL's player assistance program. Carey Price would end up returning towards the end of the year, and played in five games for the Montreal Canadiens. And he has stated that he wants to finish his career as a Canadian and does not want to be traded and loves being there. 
and at the end of the day, he just wanted to get better for himself and his family in hopes that he can stay Canadian for the rest of his career. And our last finalist is Kevin Hayes of the Philadelphia Flyers. For those of you who don't know, Kevin Hayes' brother, Jimmy Hayes, died this past year very abruptly and very suddenly. He was found dead in his own home. He leaves behind a wife, Kristen, and two young boys in Bo and Mac Hayes, along with his brother, Kevin Hayes, and his family. It was recently revealed that the cause of death was acute intoxication due to fentanyl and cocaine. He had spoken to his father just months before about being hooked on painkillers from an injury and his father had dealt with that same type of addiction and said if he needed help that he could always come to his father for help although sadly the help that he got did not work and he was sadly taken way too early from this world and way too early from his children and his wife. Kevin Hayes who underwent core muscle surgery in September and was when he came back to play was not 100% and he played through a lot of pain I play for his brother knowing that's what his brother probably would have wanted for him I mean Kevin Hayes is a great guy and I'm not even I've watched Kevin Hayes play a lot, and I've loved Kevin Hayes for a long time. He's a great guy, great player, and to see this happen to him is just heartbreaking. And I hope for him and his family that they can find solace and find happiness and peace. And knowing that Kevin Hayes is going to keep playing out his dream and keep playing for his brother... But side, I do, I, Kevin Hayes should win this. It is, it's tough to choose between Kevin Hayes and Carey Price, but I just think that Kevin Hayes, to have the wherewithal to even play after something like that happened, I just think Kevin Hayes should be the winner of the Masterton Trophy. Um, And I just, it's, it's really sad to see somebody taken from us so early but he's in a better place now, and his kids have a great uncle to look up to. So there's always positives, but it's hard to look for positive in a situation that's sad. All right, that's my predictions. Shorter episode, but what more can I really talk about? I don't want to talk about really anything else after that. So thank you again for watching. Um, stay safe and have a good one.